Hello. Today on a special edition of Arthritis in Home, we're speaking to Cheryl Cohen, founder and president of Arthritis Consumer Experts. Cheryl, how are you today? I'm fantastic. Thank you, Kelly. Kind of kind of odd talking to you in this way. Normally we would be in the office, uh, but uh, nice to see you. Full disclosure, yes, we do work together. <laughs> uh, I'm the VP of Communications, and uh, it's really my pleasure today uh, for me to be able to ask you questions and you sh to share the story of ACE over the last 20 years. Um, 20 years ago, so 1999, you founded ACE, and today it's Canada's largest, longest-running patient-led arthritis organization in the country and a leader in the international arthritis patient community. To give our viewers just some perspective of how much ACE has grown, Cheryl, uh, that's more than 50,000 members now we have across Canada and almost 20,000 followers and fans on social media. As ACE's membership has grown, so is its reach. And each month now, ACE reaches more than 240,000 people. Is this where you imagined you would be in 1999 when ACE started? Oh, I think uh, anyone asks that question who doesn't answer like this may not be fully transparent. Absolutely not. I had no idea. Um, what I did know, Kelly, was that um, not long after my own disease diagnosis and struggling with the news, um, kind of coming to terms with it, sort of finding my footing uh, in, uh, in how to live with the disease, with rheumatoid arthritis, which is what I have been diagnosed with and living with for the past 31 years. I, I just found one, a very lonely number. And I had this idea, um, I was volunteering in the arthritis community at the time, and I went, I was invited to a national meeting and I met a few other people, not many, but a few other people like myself who had some type of arthritis and were attending this meeting to give their perspective, their view. Um, and the notion of that for me personally was not only comforting, I saw myself out in the community, for the out in the public really for the first time. And I had this idea that um, we should have a home, that there should be a place that was really rooted on the ground, thus the grassroots. And that's really the beginnings of arthritis consumer experts. It was a voice of one, myself, and soon after we were two, soon after we were 10. And, and I guess after the first few years, Kelly, I started to believe that actually other people want this home, this sense of home, this sense of community. They want to be in a room where the person sitting next to them understands at a deep, deep level what I'm going through. And that's, that's really what ACE, how we came in, into being. It was about trying to create some sort of beacon on the landscape that people could, could come to and feel like they were at home. ACE's core mission is to educate and empower arthritis patients. And by that, I think the organization means, you know, being able to knowledge translate the latest research, um, advancements in treatment 
and care um, for the patient population and consumers. Can you briefly just describe to us um, where that education journey started and where it's taken you today? Sure. I, when I first volunteered in the community, so this was right around the time uh, um, I did the found ACE, um, I attended a few research meetings and I'm a bit of a knowledge junkie. Like I really like to learn um, about all things, not just about health or, or my particular disease. I, I, I just really like the process of learning, taking those learnings and figure out, well, how do they apply to me, my own, my own personal situation, but how might they apply um, to broader populations? And it was, it was in those early days of founding ACE and going to some of these national research meetings and medical meetings and really kind of being taken under the wing of a number of um, leading rheumatologists, clinical rheumatologists, research uh, rheumatologists, that I learned uh, not just about disease states, but what was on the horizon for therapy. I was born with my disease um, it, during the era when there were really only two or three medications available. And, you know, like a lot of people of my generation um, kind of burned through those pretty quickly uh, because they were not overly effective. And it, we were hearing about biologics. We were hearing about medicines that to use a sort of buzzwords of today, were precise or had precision in their application. And, and I knew from being out in community that I was learning this stuff and had this privilege of being with, at meetings with these uh, researchers, but that millions of other Canadians didn't have that same opportunity. Uh, we have over 6 million Canadians living with some type of arthritis. Well, you can't give education um, by virtue of a privilege of being at a meeting and not offer it to others. So we really rolled up our sleeves, Kelly, and decided to, in lay terms, accurately translate and transfer that expert knowledge out to the community that really needed to have it and needed to have it now. Uh, knowledge translation, as you know, is a very, very slow process that once a discovery and research is made, it's submitted through peer review, uh, you know, people kind of wring their hands over, well, how can we generalize this knowledge to a very broad population? And then it gets stuck in a medical journal. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't have access to medical journals. More and more today we do, they're open access journals, fortunately. But back in the day, that, that information was cloistered away. We couldn't get at it as people living with disease. So arthritis consumer experts, our, our first mission was to talk about the advances coming forward that we could see, such as biologics, such as information around the benefits of exercise, even in uh, sort of moderate to severe forms of inflammatory arthritis. These were critical pieces of information that we're going to change my life. And that is the tagline to arthritis consumer experts and joint health family programs, changing arthritis.
you um, you often speak about uh, not empowering so much as powering patients. And one of the programs that ACE launched uh, in the last five or six years was Joint Health Education. And that seemed to be a response to the work that you were doing, not just in Canada, but internationally as well with other patient organizations, sort of examining and re-examining how the conversation takes place between patient and healthcare professional or provider. And one of the things that has arisen out of that uh, work, and certainly in terms of the research around it as well, is this whole notion of patient reported outcomes. So being able to uh, make sure patients understand um, what role and responsibility they have with their own care, but then also how to talk about it with their uh, healthcare professionals. I wouldn't mind you touching on just what, what are these patient reported outcomes? What does that mean um, in the areas of maybe things that aren't discussed as much as usual, that is pain or sleep disorder or depression? Yeah, so just um, for background's sake, uh, it, it, again, I hate to use this hackneyed old phrase, but back in the day, what was measured in terms of improvement uh, within individual patients and groups of patients who had similar types of disease and similar care circumstances and support circumstances, what researchers would measure would be very kind of clear objective, so to speak, measures like how many tender and swollen joints do I have? What is the measure of uh, inflammation in my body? So a particular test that is drawn by blood. Um, and, and really, uh, at, again, around when ACE was founding and sort of the first uh, handful of years of our existence, there began to be this conversation about, well, and it came, it really bubbled up from patient participation in research. Mm -hmm. And groups like OMERACT, uh, who've been very involved in pioneering this work around the world, um, we heard from each other and between researcher and patient, well, you're measuring these things, but actually, you know, I can't like get up off the toilet. Or I can't care. For, I can't hold. I can't nurse my baby. I can't sleep. I'm having trouble coping within my family unit or explaining to my friends. These are all things that have a profound impact on someone's quality of life, or what you read in research papers as QOL. And it is this quality of life that has. It brings as much to bear on how I view my day-to-day -day existence and how I measure my happiness of that existence as, as a hard clinical measure. You can see um, in the research literature that patients can have, you know, really well-controlled disease, but they're miserable. Well, what underlies that misery? What is it that is causing them to live a life that is not their best life? And living your best life with any type of arthritis is so much more than the tried and true package of clinical measurements. And I really uh, credit um, our, our, our patient pioneers in research who helped articulate this 
uh, in the beginning and not only articulated it, but stayed the course. Stayed the course until patient reported outcomes or patient reported outcome measurements or PROMs were embedded in, uh, in clinical studies. It, it, you know, a true recognition by scientists that they needed to pay attention to what we were saying. And I think um, not only has it advanced research in a, in a profound way, it's created the bedrock for partnership in research between patient and researcher and collegiality. That when I sit at a, a decision-making table and there's a university dean, there's the chairman of medicine, there's the department head of rheumatology, and there's me or someone like me at the table, my vote, I don't only get to vote like everyone else, my vote gets counted. And that's, that's a sea change from when we first um, began as an organization and certainly when I first began participating as a patient in research. So it's been this uh, sort of global village effort and a lot of that effort was pushed um, by OMARAC. So we'll provide that resource, I hope, at the end of this discussion. Thank you for viewing part one of our interview with Cheryl Cohen, celebrating ACE's 20 years of operation. We hope you can join us for part two, where Cheryl will highlight ACE's advocacy efforts for fair access to medicine and partnership involvement in the arthritis community to improve models of care. See you next time at Arthritis at Home.